Hey, it's Ralph here. Q1 is now closing and it probably didn't go as well as you had hoped, but I'm sure your agency is probably telling you that they crushed it. But in reality, it crushed you. If your agency isn't on the same page as you are, if there's something wrong, but you can't quite put your finger on what that thing is, go on over to tier11.com forward slash apply. It will set you up on a call to show you a better way to look at your business, not just metrics that make us agencies look good, but something that actually moves the needle and makes you more money, acquires more new customers, and ultimately achieves your vision. Head on over to tier11.com forward slash apply today. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic. Hello and welcome to the Perpetual Traffic Podcast. This is your host, Ralph Burns, and this is episode 249. I'm really excited about our special guest here today on this week's show. We had spoken about her on last week's episode, building a little anticipation. And we have a guest from Tier 11 here who runs our Ads Accelerator coaching program. And we were just going over how much ad spend she has spent in her lifetime. We figured it's probably about $24 million she's spent of customers' money and probably some of her own on Facebook and Instagram ads over the course of the last four years. And she is uniquely qualified to run our internal coaching program, which is actually something that you can join as well. We'll give you a link if you do want to check that out called the Ads Accelerator. Today, we have none other than the awesome Vanessa Vega. How are you, Vanessa? Oh, I'm doing all right. Thanks for that very nice introduction there. Hopefully I can well, live up to that. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, you absolutely will. What we're basically doing this week is we're actually showing, because I saw this presentation that you did for Ads Accelerator, you do two live calls per week and help people run their Facebook ads. And maybe somebody who's not quite ready for a full service agency like Tier 11, or they just want you know, to improve their own skills, to get their business going in the right direction through Facebook. And I uh, saw this presentation that she did last week and usually start off most of the calls with some kind of presentation just as a frame. And then there's a question and answer and screen sharing, a lot of interaction. And I said, we definitely need to have Vanessa on to go through this about something that I think is on a lot of people's minds right now, obviously, there's stuff going on in the outside world that we've been discussing the last couple of weeks here on Perpetual Traffic. We're all working from home. Most of us are, at least for us, inside Tier 11 hasn't been much of a transition. It's the reason why we launched a new podcast called The Virtual Business Podcast, which you can check out over on iTunes. It just went live last week as we air this episode. So definitely check that out for tools and tips. But for us, we've just kind of been operating as business as usual. I mean, Vanessa is in Allentown, Pennsylvania. I'm on Cape Cod. We've met face-to-face, what, like three or four times, maybe? Probably around, I, w- I want to say probably four times. Four times, yeah. Once in New York and a couple of other meetings that we do each year for Tier 11. So we've been running this, like we've been working together for four years now, completely virtual, doing like kind of what we're doing right now, recording this podcast. This is how we interact. And this is how Vanessa actually coaches and teaches our students inside Ads Accelerator. 
through Zoom calls and through the interaction inside our Facebook group. But one of the things that people have really been asking questions about is not only how do I transition from a you know from an office-based business to a virtual business, which we can get to that and talk about that sort of as we're talking here today, but with regard to Facebook ads, how do I transition? How do I pivot my message to be relevant and current without coming across as looking opportunistic or crass? And it's been a real balancing act, I think, depending on what kind of business that you have. Even some of our customers inside Tier 11 have been a little bit resistant to it, but those who have done it in their own way have seen their businesses really starting to grow despite the fact that we're in this worldwide crisis, this pandemic. So I think Vanessa has great experience, not only with the people inside the Ads Accelerator group, but also some examples, which we'll actually give you as a downloadable PDF in the show notes at the end of the show here. So definitely check that out and maybe even listen along with the PDF as we kind of go through it. So if you're driving right now, and this is a lot of information for you, make sure you do head over to our show notes over at digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. This is episode 249. Or if you want to just get the cheat sheet, the 10 angles here in a PDF, we made this available as a download on the Tier 11 site. It's tier11.com forward slash angles. And that is A-N-G-L-E-S, tier11.com forward slash angles. So what have you seen, like what's been the big messages that have come out from the Ads Accelerator group as far as like how to transition, how to pivot that message, how have people been doing it and uh, what are your recommendations? Yeah, so we have really in the Ads Accelerator group, first of all, what I really wanted to kind of dive into today was, you know, not only the fact that we come on these weekly trainings where we, you know, I do put together a presentation every week for our group, but one of the, you know, introductory things that we do for Ads Accelerator customers is we always have an onboarding call for them where we really kind of dive into their business, dive into their needs and dive into where they're having issues. And this has been something that's constantly been coming up over the last couple of weeks in our onboarding calls, really. So this was one of the topics that I wanted to dive deeper into on our Accelerator weekly calls was just how to kind of pivot the message that advertisers are using inside of the newsfeed, right? So definitely we have gathered the top 10 angles that we've been seeing bigger businesses and smaller businesses alike using inside of the actual pivot in their messaging, in their creatives, in their landing pages, and in their overall offers. Mm -hmm. So just really quick, I'm just going to run through those 10 angles that we've really been seeing. And these are kind of the top 10 angles that I've observed in the newsfeed. These are the top 10 angles out of ads that I've been actually running myself. So, Mm -hmm. you know, while the examples that I'm going to show you aren't ads that I've been running myself, these are ads that I've observed in the newsfeed myself, the top 10 angles are the angles that I've been personally using and the angles that I have been helping others use inside of the accelerator program. So one of the top angles that we've been seeing is for the health and fitness industry has really been immune boosting 
and then also stress reducing. So those are two of the top 10 angles that we've been really seeing, especially for the health, wellness, fitness niche. Those are really popular right now. People are really looking for ways to not only boost their immune system, obviously we're in this this time period, and we really don't want to mention COVID-19 or we don't want to mention coronavirus specifically, but we do want to mention immune boosting properties if that is something that your business service you know, product offers. And then also stress reducing. So that is a really big angle right now, especially for fitness, health, wellness niches right now, and even really for productivity based products as well, just because you can reduce stress by being more organized and everything. So an angle that we've always kind of been looking at coming from inside of the ads accelerator when I've been helping coach our accelerator members. So immune boosting, stress reducing, and then we're moving on to productivity and organization. So obviously there's a lot of people working from home right now. There's a lot of people homeschooling their kids right now. I know that I am one of those people who work from home and homeschool my child. So. <laughs> yes, that was what we talked about before we hit record. The challenges of that. Although Lily's doing pretty well overall, though, because she's a pretty independent kid. So. Yes, she is. I'm so lucky to have an independent child because otherwise we would have an enormous show over here. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. but <laughs> Just got us an explicit rating. All right. <laughs> So yeah, productivity and organization are definitely an angle that I've been coaching people to come from. And all of these angles, they're they're very dependent on what your business is. So, you know, definitely listen to these angles and then just think about how you can kind of apply them to your business. So productivity and organization, the fourth one is work from home. So like I just said, a lot of people are working from home right now, you know, so definitely Work from home is an angle that has been working like rapid fire <laughs> in ads. I'll talk about a few examples of that and how different companies have kind of applied that angle, even when it doesn't necessarily apply to them. You'll kind of see how that's been a neat angle that people have been applying. Extra family time is the fifth angle that we've been seeing. So you know, obviously we're all stuck inside right now. We're all stuck inside with our families and, you know, our children and husbands and wives. And it's been stressful, I know. But definitely it's been an angle that a lot of advertisers have been taking on their ads, right? Another angle, the sixth one on our list is free delivery. So free delivery has been something that I've seen a lot of e-commerce stores really offer in this time. They've kind of switched to, you know, free delivery on any order. I want to say that even businesses before that were like any order over a hundred dollars, let's say, or over a certain dollar value have just switched to free delivery in general. So that's been a really big angle for people in the newsfeed as well. And just overall, as like a business, if you can offer free delivery, definitely offer it. Um, right now, people are just kind of looking for that. Just as a side note on that, if you are offering any kind of delivery, I know that delivery in general is kind of a pain point for people right now in their businesses, just with any kind of delays that delivery services are, are having. So, you know, 
I do want to kind of mention if you are delivering any kind of product or shipping any kind of product, make sure that you have some kind of banner on your site or some kind of notification system like within your email marketing that does kind of touch base with your customers and really lets them know what to expect for, you know, shipping times in general. So that's definitely something that I've been really advising our accelerator members on is to make sure that you are being very transparent with your customers, make sure that you have either a banner on the website and also are touching base via email to let people know like where their orders are, when they can expect them. When people don't hear from you and when people are just kind of left in the dark about where their orders are, even though everybody kind of knows that we're, you know, experiencing delays, when they are left in the dark is when they are the most unhappy as customers. So definitely this is something that I've been talking about nonstop in our accelerator group is, you know, if you are taking the approach of, you know, hey, uh, free shipping for the next two months or free shipping through whatever time period, I'm definitely be very transparent about delays in shipping times and delays in deliveries so that you don't have unhappy customers, right? And it can negatively impact your page score too. So you got to really be careful there, even though I think Facebook might be giving some forgiveness. But anyway, super good Yeah, point. yeah, definitely. Page score will be heavily affected or um, your advertiser score, sorry, will be affected by that. If you are experiencing shipping delays and aren't being transparent about it, it will affect your advertiser score. So definitely just kind of remember that. Well, there is no question that when it comes to influence and persuasion in digital marketing, no one, and I mean no one, commands more respect than Dr. Robert Cialdini. If you have never read his books, Influence and Persuasion, I swear you are missing so much in your digital marketing, not only as an influencer and an advertiser, but as just a great marketer. And that's why I'm so excited to invite you to a free webinar where he'll be sharing his latest insights on new e-commerce strategies. Now, alongside Dr. Cialdini, you'll learn from Bass Wilders and the authors of Reputation King, my buddy Scott Branley and DJ Sprig. Attendees will absolutely be able to understand exactly how to gain a competitive edge in the marketplace by leveraging online reputation management. Now, that's something that we haven't talked about here on this show all that much. And it's more reason for you to register for the webinar here, which is completely free over at reputationking.com forward slash PT. So join us on April 18th from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific for you West Coasters by registering at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Once again, that's reputationking.com forward slash PT. Cialdini has been a huge influence on me. and I can't wait to see how his new e-commerce strategies resonate with you and how they affect your business in a positive way using reputation management. Make sure that you register for the April 18th free webinar at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Be transparent about it. <laughs> so the next one on our list is preparedness. So just really nailing home the approach of being prepared for any unexpected situations. I think we're all in a very unexpected situation right now. So 
Um, I don't think any of us really expected to be in this situation, but what we can do is talk about being prepared and you can talk about being prepared in a number of ways. It can, preparedness can come from, you know, the area of finance. It can be in the area of just like business in general. It can come from the area in fitness, like health, being prepared in your health, being prepared with your family, being prepared, you know, in the sense of travel, you know, it preparedness, you can really apply that angle to pretty much like anything. The next one on our list is staying stocked up. So I have stockpiling here, but I don't want to say stockpiling because (laughs) that is like a huge issue right now. But staying stocked up is definitely an angle that I see a lot of e-com businesses, maybe a lot of like supplement companies coming up with things that you have to refill things that people want to make sure that they don't run out of. So, you know, if you have any kind of like food that you guys are selling, um, I know one of our accelerator members sells, it's almost like a HelloFresh thing. So like prepared meals. So definitely staying stocked up on something like that so that you have meals throughout the week for your family. We have a couple supplement industry companies. So staying stocked up on your favorite supplements or on your supplements that keep your life running in tip top shape, kind of stuff like that. Just staying stocked in general for things that, you know, products that aren't necessarily refilled. And then another angle, our ninth one on the list is boredom slash keeping busy. So obviously right now, like we're all stuck inside and I think Netflix has been really really firing these days. So. <laughs> Watch it every night. <laughs> exactly. Like I know, especially in our house, we have been trying to find new shows, like seems like all the time. Right. Um, but there are a number of other things that you can do to keep from being bored, to keep busy, to, you know, especially for kids, you know, for those of you guys with kids, I'm sure you can think of a million different angles where you could come up with hooks on boredom or, you know, boredom busters. So definitely that's one of the angles we've been seeing a lot. And I'll, I'll show you guys an example here in just a second on some of the companies that we've been seeing with that boredom slash keeping busy angle. And then our 10th one on the list is an emphasis on online services and online shops. So definitely if you are a business that is normally a brick and mortar business that you know, people normally think, okay, they're going to actually walk into a physical location and buy from you, or they're going to walk into a physical location to receive a service. Definitely emphasizing on any kind of online services that you guys have available is an angle that you most certainly want to come across from. So definitely making sure that you guys are emphasizing on those online services so that you can keep your business running and so that your customers really know. There are a couple actually local businesses and brick and mortar businesses in the accelerator program that, you know, they really weren't sure what angle to come at because most of their people are so used to walking into a physical location. And we really had to brainstorm on how they can emphasize to their customer list that they do offer online services or that they do offer, you know, their products online in some way, shape or form. Right. So definitely if you guys are in the local niche or if you guys are in brick and mortar businesses, 
make sure that you emphasize your online services. Or if you don't have online services, think about some way that you can make the switch from, you know, this was an in-person service or this was an in-person shop that we had. Um, How can I make the pivot to offer the same type or a similar type of quality online? You know, for example, my fiance owns a gym or owns a couple gyms actually. And, you know, obviously that's something that people walk into. They're very (laughs) accustomed to walking into and actually going in and being like, okay, I'm here to work out. Right. So we have really brainstormed on a way that we can offer those same or a similar type of quality of service online to those people that are used to doing it offline. So in our case, his gyms are jujitsu, so Brazilian jujitsu gyms. And yeah, now he's kind of offering solo drills that our members can do, you know, online. They will watch him do a live or they will watch his videos that he posts and they can do it by themselves, right? That also includes warm-ups and it also includes workouts that they can do on their own so that they can accelerate their fitness while they're out of the gym, right? So just thinking about the emphasis on your online services or your online shops, if you did have a brick and mortar business or if you did have a local business. So, yeah. That's a lot. I mean, that's a that's a fair amount. Like there's some that were in that list that I hadn't, hadn't even thought about. And I think it's, if you're a business that maybe is not specifically in business for preventing or helping the coronavirus in one way, shape or form, like immune boosting. We have a couple of customers inside the agency that are booming right now because their products legitimately either teach people how to boost their immunity or the products themselves are immunity boosters. But like that's a direct relationship to like what's going on. But all these other ones, really, there aren't. It's almost like any business can kind of pivot their messaging from what you're saying here in one way, shape or form to be current and relevant as long as they do it the right way. Right. And you can definitely use these angles in a way that doesn't sound opportunistic. You know, that's one thing that we're really focusing on in the in the accelerator program is to really um, take these angles without sounding slimy or sleazy about it. Like you you can take these angles without being like, you know, immune boost to get rid of COVID-19. Like that just sounds like, first of all, you can't do it. Okay. (laughs) It's not possible. And on top of it, it sounds very opportunistic of, of the present moment. Right. So what I've been really giving or advising our accelerator members on is that like you can advertise. And I want to say that even as business owners, we kind of have a duty to advertise, especially if our product helps people. It's almost like our duty to kind of offer those services that do help people because we are going through a difficult time right now. And I don't think that that's something that you should feel slimy or sleazy about if it is actually helping people, you know? And I, I think that that's something that we have to kind of distinguish is, you know, the difference between being slimy, sleazy, and opportunistic about something. And then the difference of, you know, really offering something because it does actually help people. And 
as business owners or as advertisers, there are a number of ways that our products really help people. And these angles that I'm listing here are just some ways that you can kind of probe your brain to think about how they do actually help people in different ways, you know? So I I do think that that's an emphasis that we have to kind of distinguish. And that's something that I've been helping our accelerator members really think about for their own businesses, because there are a lot of products that they do have that are very helpful to people. And, you know, they might really help customers on the other end, but, you know, they might not think about their product in that light. So just these angles are really like probes or like prompts to get you started on different angles that you can take with your marketing um, in different ways that it can help your customers. So. Absolutely. So let's get into some specifics. Like we sort of referred to it, like the ways to do it and ways not to do it. Maybe we can talk about some specific examples. And by the way, this presentation of Vanessa is going to be available on the show notes. So if you're driving right now and you want to make sure that you get all of these 10 angles, we've put together a free uh, downloadable cheat sheet for you as a PDF over at tier 11. So go to tier11.com forward slash angles. That is A-N-G-L-E-S for those of you who have difficulty spelling like myself and to download it right there on our site. Or you can go over to the show notes at digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. This is episode 249 and it'll be right there inside the show notes. So let's get into maybe some of the ways that you found this to be really effective you know, with some of the folks that are inside Ads Accelerator, as well as some of the examples that we have in the presentation here, like what's the way to do it and the way not to do it, in your opinion? Because we sort of, we've seen it both ways. And I don't really watch my, like my local news all that much, but I watched my local news this morning. Every ad mentioned either coronavirus or COVID-19 or in times like these, like there's messaging that now is kind of tired. So how do we kind of transition that? Maybe you can give us some examples here. Yeah, so definitely, you know, throughout our accelerator calls, I have dug up some examples of some of the best ways that I've seen some companies really make the pivot in their marketing. So what I have here is I have some kind of before and after shots of companies' ads that I've taken and put into a presentation so that you can kind of see for yourself how businesses have been making the switch, right? One of the first ones that I have here is the Best Self Company. So for those of you who don't know the Best Self Company, they offer it's really kind of like productivity enhancing journals and prompt cards. So they're a super great company. I use their stuff myself, but yeah, they've really made the pivot to kind of adhere or like adapt to the current events and the ever changing situations that we are in. So one of their angles before was really just kind of talking about their products in the light of productivity and of, you know, being able to kind of plan for everyday events. They also have prompt cards and those prompt cards are really kind of ways to get your brain moving. And they were really coming at it from that angle. You know, they were obviously running their normal sales that they run and their ads before all of this happened were really centered around discovering yourself in 2020, really becoming your best self in this new year. But Obviously, times have kind of changed a little bit. So what they have done is they 
went through and really altered their angles a little bit. So one of their angles is, you know, being able to crush goals amidst the current events, right? So that is one of the angles that they're running ads towards right now. Another one that they are running ads to is an ad that has a testimonial, but has a testimonial that is kind of indirectly mentioning current events. So one of the ways that they're doing that, it's it's literally testimonials that are like coming from a mother's point of view. So it's with the world in a state of chaos, we've been given this opportunity to stay home with our families and enjoy our time together. So you can kind of see how they tie in that being home with your families, that angle that we just talked about a couple minutes ago, and they're taking that approach with it. And that ad in particular is heavily centered around like a woman with her child um, using their prompt cards. So that is a way that they've kind of, I want to say that they use two of our angles that we mentioned in there. So they use this in a way of, you know, spending more time with your family and then also uh, boredom buster. So those are, you know, two of the angles that I talked about earlier in the episode that they're using in a really seamless way for their products. Another angle that they're taking with their advertising is working from home and how it doesn't have to be boring. So again, that's that working from home angle and it is the boredom buster angle. So definitely using those two angles together in kind of like a meshed way to, you know, advertise their products that really do help in this time. So that is kind of what I was saying before is that, you know, we do have products that can really help people right now. And this is definitely one of them, right? So they just came at their advertising from a different angle with it, right? So cool. Because these are like before and afters. Like these are great examples for people and definitely, definitely get the download here. It's so worth it because you can see how these guys pivoted and transitioned. And these products are not selling a, a service related to coronavirus here. It's like, right. but it's tangentially related and they've pivoted their marketing really well and in a tasteful way. Yes. That is the key word. It's in a tasteful way. It isn't in a grimy kind of sleazy way. And you'll see that with all these examples, like they are really examples that, you know, they did stick out to me as an advertiser who's run so many dollars in advertising that I was like, four million plus, four million plus. plus, (laughs) Yes. So definitely these are all advertisements that I brought to my accelerator group. And it was just like, you know what, like guys, like Obviously, a lot of them were really struggling with pivoting their messaging and a lot of them were struggling with, you know, how does my messaging, how, like, how am I ever going to pivot my messaging? So, you know, these were examples that I really dug up for them and they are relevant to our group that we have and our members that we have, but we do have a variety of different members in there. So, you know, I'm sure that there's something here for everybody who's watching this right now or listening to this, sorry. Yeah. So another way that the best self company has kind of switched their angles is the home office best friend as their planner, right? So I love this ad. This ad really stuck out to me in the newsfeed because it is a picture of their planner with cereal and like spilled milk everywhere. And like a, it's very obviously like a baby toy in the picture. So I thought that that was such a cool ad for them to run. So good. It literally has the planner in the picture and it has 
the words stay sane in a cloud. I think those are golden grams right there. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. those are, right? Or like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I love this ad. When I saw this in my newsfeed, I was like, that is such a great way, you know, and it's literally the simplest ad copy there. We believe in the power of progress and pushing forward in times of challenge and difficulty. Working from home doesn't mean giving up on your goals. And then, you know, they came up with the hook, the home office best friend. So I, I really loved that. I thought that that was a really great way for them to pivot their marketing. Obviously, like this is a company who sells planners, usually for business people who are very busy doing kind of like everything or have so many tasks that they just literally need a place to put. Like if you guys have ever worked with the best self journal, you'll kind of see that they are like for the person who kind of needs to brain dump. So I loved that pivot. Yeah, it's a great product anyway. And they've just tastefully pivoted their messaging here so well. Yeah. So this ad in particular was coming from the angle of, yes, working from home. And then obviously, you know, organization and productivity. So those angles that we talked about earlier as well. Another company that I had seen pivot really well was monday.com. So monday.com is just like another project management tool. If you guys have used Asana or Trello, it's it's very much like that. So their ads before were obviously very, very much kind of like centered around the fact that it is a project management tool and the different features that come along with the tool. So like Gantt charts, having the ability to manage like team projects. So making a difference in your team's organization was kind of the angle that they were coming at before with their ads. Whereas now they are coming from the angle of being able to help teams shift to remote work. So I think that that's a really huge angle to come from as well right now. Um, And that was definitely one of the ones that we had on our list. So that is the working from home angle. And yeah, this one really shifts in like seamlessly, right? Yeah, done so well. I mean, you might say, well, yeah, they were kind of set up for that. Well, yeah, I suppose they were. But look at the messaging in these ads. Like that's the thing. And like figure out how you can relate that back to your business. I mean, best self is not related to like, what's going on right now, but they've been able to transition that message. This one can be argued, all right, it is a little bit more like the work from home angle kind of thing, but still the way that they've pivoted and transitioned the message is so good. Right. And you have to also think about like their ads before were being shown to people who were already working remotely, whereas their ads now are being shown to people who were not working remotely. So like really good point. Yeah. (laughs) They did like have to kind of pivot to appeal to a different demographic that, you know, before they were already, they were looking to appeal to virtual companies but now they're like, okay, this is a way to bring your team and your everything together in one place, right? Which people who weren't working virtually before are like probably floundering right now. Like, what do I do? What I can't just walk to so-and-so's office to ask them that question. How do I ask them? People are, you know, probably getting buried in emails right now where like a tool like this will definitely help you know, bring everything together under one roof, so to speak, right? And you bring up a really good point here is that not only do you have to pivot your messaging 
and your angles and your hooks, whatever, like we use those terms basically interchangeably, but you also might have to pivot your targeting. <laughs> and they obviously are case in point here for probably doing that. We don't know what their targeting is. I mean, obviously we can look at their ads and get an idea, but yeah, that's a, that's a big shift as well. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, if you guys ever get any of these ads, you can kind of take a peek at their targeting a little bit. So if you click on the link, why am I seeing this ad? It'll tell you what the targeting is. That's a little ninja thing that I always use whenever yeah. I get anything in the newsfeed. So <laughs> we like ninja. Yeah. <laughs> so definitely Monday.com has had to, like Ralph said, switch their targeting and they've had to also switch the way that they are talking to people because they did switch their targeting. So, you know, anytime you change up your targeting, you also have to change your message to fall suit, right? Yeah. I'm sure this is like in addition to their, so their business is probably expanding right now. Oh yeah. Is my guess. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. And one of the things that I've been really telling our accelerator members is, you know, even though let's say you are expanding your business like monday.com is here, they are expanding their advertising to include more than just people who were already virtual. You know, even if these people do go back to work, they might just stick with a tool like this because it has probably enhance their ability to collaborate in a smoother way, right? So what I've been telling our accelerator members is really to kind of think about your advertising, not only in customers that you can gather right now, but in a way that you can gather an audience of people that are potentially interested in your product that you can advertise to at a later date as well. So I've been kind of trying to shift their mindset as well, our accelerator members, that is, to think about their advertising in a way that they will really be able to utilize the audiences at a later date as well. So even if you aren't directly selling to people in the newsfeed right now, even if you are only offering lead magnets or offering free helpful content, um, these are all audiences that if they respond to your ads, they are interested in what you have to offer and you will be able to advertise to them after this mess has you know, blown over or passed or gotten at least a little bit better. So such a good point. It's such a good point. And it's really, it's sort of turning this whole thing on its head. It's like, take this opportunity to potentially expand your market in the short term, but also in the long term and thinking about your business differently because the world has changed. I mean, the point of inflection was when this thing hit, like that's going to be life before coronavirus and life after coronavirus. It's kind of like anyone who's lived through 9-11. It was uh, like the benchmark in my life or, you know, the Kennedy assassination for like my mom's generation. There was like a point of inflection. This is that point of inflection. So if you're a business owner, think, all right, this isn't just temporary. Hopefully it is temporary in its current state, obviously. But think about like, all right, how can I look at my business differently you know, should I adopt more of a remote mindset? Like that's why tier 11 and we put together our podcast is to help people to do that because I've sort of felt like for the last 10 years, like that is the future. It's not like, but the future of all this stuff is now. So you bring up a really good point is thinking differently about your business. And then that relates back to your messaging and your targeting and everything else in your ad. So really good stuff. Yeah. So definitely, you know, having a shift in mindset, if you are one of those people that are like, oh my God, my business is doomed now. I'm not going to advertise because I can't sell right now. You know, that's definitely not the point or that's not the perspective that you should take at this time. 
you know, there are even some local businesses who are inside of Ads Accelerator that, you know, they have kind of found themselves in a tough situation where, you know, they've come to me and been like, Vanessa, I, I feel like I should just stop advertising right now just until this whole thing blows over. And I was like, you know, definitely that's an option. There's always an option to kind of stop. You know, I know that a lot of the times these business owners, they advertising is kind of their biggest expense. And they think about it as like something that they are spending money on that maybe they're just not really seeing the return on it right away because maybe they do have a longer sales cycle or maybe they do, you know, maybe they don't see the money right up front, right? But what I've been trying to help our accelerator members do is shift their mindset to really think about it in a way that you can kind of nurture people and, you know, really offer something helpful. Like this is the time, you know, if you aren't going to sell directly in the newsfeed, you can really put out content and you can like, whether it's a lead magnet, whether it's videos, like these are things that you will be able to access those audiences at a later date. So think about it in that way too, in the way that you can offer great content to people, even if you don't want to sell because you don't want to come across as opportunistic, you can still help people in the newsfeed and then you can access those audiences at a later date. Absolutely. So uh, what other examples do you have that you think would be really relevant to our listeners? Yeah. So one of the other things that I have here are DoorDash. So DoorDash was one that I really saw, you know, I thought that this was kind of a unique way that they pivoted in their messaging. So obviously their messaging before was very much just based on like types of food. It was obviously based on location. It was based on their offer of $0 delivery fee for your first month, $15 order minimums, stuff like that. It was like very generic kind of advertisements that they had. Whereas now they kind of made this shift. So they went from the work from home angle in a unique way because obviously DoorDash is not related to working from home. However, most people who were not working from home were doing office lunches and bringing their lunch to work and stuff like that. So they went from an angle of DoorDash offers meals for employees who work from home, which I thought was like a really neat way that they kind of made that switch. And then they also went into it in like a more unique way. So they came up with the hashtag open for delivery, hashtag open for delivery. And they came at the hook from like more of a emotional connection. So restaurants have always been there for us. Now it's time for you to return the favor. And they really came at the messaging from a point where they were saying like, while their front doors might be closed for now, kitchens across the country are still hashtag open for delivery. And I really loved that hook and that angle just because it was just like, it was so true. You know, I think restaurants are one of the hardest hit industries right now. And this was their way to, you know, not only advertise DoorDash the service, but also give back to that community as well. So I love that. Yeah. These are great examples here. So tasteful and, and a bunch of examples too. <laughs> like this, this swipe file is, is killer. So a little bit more on the bricks and mortar businesses. Uh, your next example here, which is a tremendous one, the before and after. 
Yeah. So this next one is from Staples. So this one, obviously Staples is like primarily brick and mortar. Like, yes, people order from them online, but for the most part, people go into Staples. I want to say that like Staples really didn't talk about their shipping of their products before as much as they do in their advertising now. Right. So, I mean, they kind of have to, (laughs) they have no other option. So they shifted their perspective from offering, you know, the cheapest price when you walk in their door to offering free delivery and obviously the delivery of all their products, right? So their ads before were very much centered on not shopping around, just shop at Staples, talking about saving on mailing supplies and different things that they actually offer in store, services that they offer in store. And now their advertising is really focused on free delivery with no minimum. So that's like I was saying before, one of the angles that we have been observing in the newsfeed is free delivery. And then really they just are talking about free delivery with no minimum order inside of their advertisements. So if you look at their ad copy on these ads there, it's like, let us help keep you stocked up with free shipping. So there goes yep. that stocked up angle that we were talking yep. about before. Awesome. Um, and then we're here to help get free delivery on all your orders, no minimum required. So like very simple ad copy, but it does kind of come from that perspective that we were talking about before, free delivery, and then also keeping stocked up on things that you actually need right now. So most of us who work from home do need <laughs> to keep stocked up on uh, essential supplies. That's potentially another angle that they could come at in more ads if they do release more ads. At Staples, if you're listening, <laughs> work from home. Deliver toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> work from do. home <laughs> angle. They can make, you guys can make some ads at a, a work from home angle. So. <laughs> Yeah, so good. These and these are like really simple, like copy changes. Yeah, probably some targeting changes to a certain degree, same as the other ones, but a complete shift in messaging just in a very short period of time. Such great examples here. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's one of the main things about this is that all of this has been pivoted and switched and adapted in such a short period of time. And I really thought that that was like something super cool because a lot of these companies that I'm showing examples from are bigger companies. And a lot of the time when we think about bigger companies or when I think about bigger companies, I think about them in the sense that they can't really shift on the dime. But I thought that this was really neat because they have, you know, Um, and it just kind of shows that Facebook and Instagram advertising is the medium where you can shift on a dime, you know, because you can't do that with billboards. You can't do that with TV. You, you know, you can't do it with radio, like Facebook and Instagram advertising is really where you can reach people on so many different platforms. And then you can really shift your advertising like right there and then. So yeah, it's so easy to do. I mean, as somebody who used to sell TV advertising, like you'd buy, you know, I, we'd have customers that would buy a year in advance, like a media buy. And once it's done, it's done. It's locked and loaded. So I'm sure local TV stations and TVs is probably transitioning a little bit to that. But in Facebook, you can do it in like two minutes. You yes, know? exactly. So cool. And the cool thing about this is like, well, obviously, we'll be giving you this as a download in the show notes once again over at digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast, or just go to tier11.com forward slash angles and download it for yourself. But the cool thing is like a lot of these are actually combining 
a bunch of your different angles. Like you've got the 10 angles, but some of them use two or three or sometimes even kind of four. Yep. You know, it's like, it's really, it's up to your creativity, which I think is so cool. So. Right. Uh, exactly. Yeah. W- without a doubt. So you've got one more example here, which is a really good one as well. Can you explain that one? Yeah. So the next one that I have is Zoo Lily. So for those of you guys who don't know what Zoo Lily is, it's almost like if you, if you think about a Marshalls or like a TJ Maxx, like it's literally like that, but online. So they sell like a little bit of everything and their advertising before all of this happened was really about spring. So it was like fresher than a spring bouquet. New, new deals are in bloom. Um, these fresh finds are ripe for the picking, right? So like they were all like very spring centered and the creatives that were kind of in the ads were really like very generic, right? Like they were not really customized to any one ad and their ad copy follows suit, right? So like uh, what I would guess is they probably have a dynamic product catalog that they were pulling their ads from and they just used very generic ad copy so that it can kind of match up with any creative that was being shown at that time. So that was kind of their ad approach before, whereas their ad approach now I thought was like really genius is they were really coming at it from an angle of family time. So one of their ads is what time is it? Family time, get comfy while kicking it with your loved ones. Right. So that one is actually an ad for like comfy sweatpants that they offer online or comfy pajama pants. And then another angle that they were taking was supporting independent brands. So that's actually not one that I mentioned in our angles, but Mm. it is definitely an angle that you can take with your advertising is definitely supporting small brands or supporting small businesses, supporting independent brands. It's almost kind of how the uh, DoorDash one was where they were approaching their advertising more with like supporting restaurants in this hard time, right? And then last but not least, the last ad that I have here is again, the homeschool angle. So, you know, being at home with family, for those of you who have kids and are homeschooling now, this one kind of meshes homeschool and boredom busters in one. So the ad is the stay at home shop, right? So they create an entire category inside of their website. If you guys visit their website where it's called the stay at home shop, and they offer everything from like education workbooks to games that you can play to homeschool snacks, wellness essentials. Like it's literally the stay at home shop. They added that category and recently to kind of be like the one-stop solution. I thought that was really creative of them. And I think that that's also kind of another approach that anybody could really take is this is the opportunity to advertise to people that really resonates with their current state, which is staying at home because we all have to stay at home right now. And yeah, that's definitely another angle that I think could be really profitable for people. And it can be really helpful for the customers as well. So they've not only changed their messaging, probably changed their targeting to a certain degree, but also changed their website to reflect current events. Like that's brilliant. And I don't think we've talked about that at all on this show, but I mean, that's a, if there's an opportunity to be able to do that, you know, we've actually seen a couple of agency customers do that specifically, you know, change their front end offer to reflect what, what's going on right now, but to really sort of be that nimble to be able to change your site 
a lot of credit to Zulily here, and I'm sure this is resonating with people. It's such good copy. It's like friendly and it's approachable and it's tasteful. And like all these examples are just so good because there's no mention of coronavirus, COVID-19, Armageddon, none of that crap. Like don't put that in your ads. And even don't say, you know, start off with in these uncertain times. I think those ads were like relevant two weeks ago. And now it's like three weeks ago, you know, when this actually will air. Don't do that. <laughs> you know, talk to your talk to your audience where they're at. Everybody knows what's going on. And I think that's a that's a big thread that runs through all these examples here. I mean, there's just tremendous examples for how these big brands have done it. Yeah, that's one of the things that I've been, you know, talking about with not only my customers, but our accelerator members too, is that think about where people are at psychologically. So I think that we all have kind of gone through this same phase of like psychological adaptation. Like we all panicked and there was like a sense of panic. There was like a sense of like mourning almost like mourning, you know, a life that you kind of had before. Like we, we were all able to go to stores and restaurants just a couple of weeks ago, you know, and I think we went from like a state of panic to a state of mourning. And then now we're kind of settling in and the dust is settling a little bit. And we're all kind of like, most of us have accepted that like, this is the new life for us. It's the new norm for us right now. So definitely what Ralph said, like in these uncertain times might not be relevant to people right now because people are already, you know, settling into new routines. They're already settling into this, this new norm that we all are experiencing. So just kind of think about where you're at too, and think about, um, you know, we're all kind of going through this together. So think about your advertising in terms of where are people at right now, psychologically, right? And meet them here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like it is the new norm and you don't need to mention it. And I think it would actually harm your ads. Quite honestly, at this stage, you know, I mean, I think you you can see some advertisers doing it and then sort of transitioning out. I think the examples here are ones that are really relevant for right now and probably will be for the next couple of months, too. Like there's no reason to re-mention what's going on right now and all the negativity. Like if you you know, I'm not a big fan of watching the news, but I mean, when I do watch the news, it is all pretty much negative. I mean, but that's just what, like the news is a reflection of what people want to see to a certain degree, but also, you know, you do need to stay informed and find out what the recent trends are, what the science is, like, that's really important. Like, forget what people are like, just opinioning, thinking that things will be better by Easter kind of crap messages from certain people or in positions of authority, like forget all that, like watch the news to find the science, but don't mention it in your ads, really. Like you don't need to do that and be positive with people because they're, you know, we're all in this together right now. And I I think, you know, the examples here, yeah, they are bigger brands, obviously, but I think you can take this as a business owner, even as an agency and a consultant, there's lots of freelancers that listen to perpetual traffic every single week. Advise your customers to do the same thing. And I think we'll all be better off for it in the end. So these are tremendous examples. And, uh, you know, you've referred to it a little bit here. What, like, obviously you run the Ads Accelerator program for Tier 11. And it's one that, you know, we've been working on for quite some time now. Tell people a little bit about what you guys do there and, and what you offer, how it kind of works with people and 
obviously delivering content like this is pretty valuable right now, but give folks a little uh, sneak peek. Yeah. So in the accelerator program, like I said, in the beginning, we do start off with an onboarding call. So our onboarding calls are always very like customized to whoever we're talking to, you know? So I always kind of do a really deep dive into the customer's account. And, you know, there are some customers who come on and they haven't even really run ads. So there isn't an ad account to look at, but we do look at their business. And then what I do is I'll give them a starting point of where to start in our learning center, right? So we have a learning center that's attached to the accelerator program that it really educates people on the principles of our advertising inside of tier 11. So, you know, there are some people who might come into the ads accelerator and they have you know, they are more advanced than maybe somebody who has come in and they don't run ads yet. So that onboarding call really starts and kind of dives into their, where they're at in their business, where they're at with their ads. And then we kind of, you know, I will really make sure that they have a clear path to go off of when we end the onboarding call, right? So that onboarding call is always like super helpful to kind of like jumpstart the acceleration of their ads. And then from there, we have twice weekly calls. I guess it's not bi-weekly, it's twice weekly. So we offer these calls on Mondays and Thursdays. And for the most part, those calls like Monday will have the same content as our Thursday call, but we do it to kind of accommodate two different time zones. And on those calls, I'll always kind of start off with a presentation Something that is similar to this, maybe it might be something that we're really seeing working inside the agency. It might be something that we're trying that hasn't been working inside the agency. It might be something that I have been running um, myself with ads and I'm educating our accelerator members on. A lot of the times it is, you know, talking about maybe tier 11's like organizational processes. It might be talking about reporting. Like we just literally will give as much value as possible in the beginning presentations so that people can leave the call with something to do that week, right? So so an assignment to finish. And then half of our call is the presentation and then the other half is solely Q&A. So I think that that's probably the most valuable time of the call is the ability to ask questions that you don't know the answers to or ask things that you just needed a second opinion on. And a lot of the times, you know, I love talking about marketing in general. So I will go off on a tangent (laughs) on some of those questions where, you know, somebody might ask about something, but, you know, they might ask something that's a very surface level question, but needs to be kind of dug into deeper to really get like a full picture of what the answer is. So I might go off on a tangent about, you know, why something is so important. And then everybody on the call is like, oh my God, I had no idea that was so helpful. You know, so definitely like those, not only the presentation portion of those calls are helpful, but really the ability to come in, ask questions. And, you know, they aren't the traditional Q and A's where everybody's just asking as many questions as possible in a Q and A box. We actually let people talk Sometimes we let them screen share and, you know, if they want to, of course, and we'll really dive into something. And a lot of the times those questions really help all of the members on the call because we all wear so many different hats in advertising, you know, as media buyers and as business owners that sometimes people just don't think to ask questions. So 
that's definitely part of it. And then also we have our accelerator member Facebook group where all the time we're in there and we're just posting updates from our partner manager at Facebook. We are posting updates that are in the business hub in Facebook. We are posting updates like real-time updates from our agency. You know, people come in there and they'll just post questions. They'll post videos of questions, screen shares of questions, and we will really kind of get in there I say we, myself, and then Deacon as well. And then occasionally some of the media buyers will jump in there as well and answer questions. If there's ever a question that we can't answer, I always bring it to our media buyers, our media buyers and our creative team really. And I will let everybody kind of like collectively answer the question. And then I will bring everybody's responses back to the group. So that's also really helpful. And I think that that's just something that you can't really put a price tag on is the ability to have a team and then the ability to ask these questions to people who are running millions of dollars in advertising that uh, you just wouldn't know the answer to if you weren't running that much um, as as volume goes. Got it. So true. So yeah, we see those all the time. Like you'll ask a question because it's you obviously is, you know, the leader of the ads accelerator group, but you also have what, 10 or 11 media buyers, you know, other ads managers, all kinds of people at your disposal, if you don't know the answer to that. So it's almost like you get the entire team there, which is crazy. Like this is not a traditional kind of coaching program. There is a lot of one-on-one, obviously there's a lot of screen sharing, and then there's a lot of group coaching, a lot of group ideating, but it's not your traditional coaching pro. We are not a coaching company, Tier 11. Like we, we created this to help people who maybe couldn't afford or wasn't really the good choice or wasn't really the right time to advertise and, and with us as a full service agency. And the price of this thing is half the price of one month of uh, our running ads at our lowest fee of our tier one fee schedule. Like it's super, super affordable. And it's crazy how much benefit you deliver every single week and definitely check it out. I mean, obviously this is not a pitch for ads accelerator here, guys, but I mean, this is the kind of stuff that we do talk about. And I think, you know, you should definitely check it out. And we'll obviously we'll have some links inside the PDF for all these awesome ads that, that Vanessa has been able to put together here so that we can all come out of this better. And that's really the, the big thing is like, you know, yeah, we're in it to obviously businesses have to make money and have to sustain, but at the end of the day, and you even talk about it. It's like sometimes you don't even talk about Facebook ads on those calls. You talk about business stuff, like relating back to how your ads are running. And that's really our mission here is to help businesses grow faster than they could on their own. We just so happen to use Facebook and Instagram as the platform to do it, but it's so much more than that. And I think you bring it every single week with Ads Accelerator, which is awesome. Right. Yeah. And it is, it's so much more than just advertising. It is really like helping your business run efficiently, which is what we do at tier 11. You know, we don't just advise our customers on advertising. We advise on the whole kit and caboodle. We don't, you know, it's because it all, it all relates, you know, it's all a working mechanism. And I think, you know, that, you get all of the value for like half the price of like one month. So I think that's, uh, it's, it is kind of crazy when you think about it, but yeah, it's so worth it. And our group is growing every day. You know, we have a lot of people in there now, but we are able to kind of individualize and customize and put attention towards one person at a time. And I love that about the accelerator group. And I think all of our members would say the same thing. So 
Yeah, very, very cool. Well, thank you for coming on. This has been tremendous. This is a longer episode here. We typically will split up longer episodes, but I think by the time this actually airs a second episode, I think people will have missed out. So we're going to put this as a one long episode here. There's a lot of chunky content here to really help you and and uh, thrive with the 10 ideas, the 10 ways in which to sort of pivot your marketing message. Pivot's such a overused word now. But anyway, to change or, you know, adapt to the current situation with the angles that you've gotten some great examples here. So make sure that you do check out all the show notes here. We've mentioned a lot in this episode. There's a lot to digest, but a lot that will be very helpful for your business in the coming weeks and months, as well as years. So check it out over at digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast or just go to tier11.com forward slash angles and download it for yourself. This has been episode 249. Vanessa Vega, thank you for coming on. You brought the goods today. And uh, I guess we have to bring you back soon. (laughs) So we can drop some more knowledge bombs. So anyway, so thank you for coming on this week. Everybody, we've got Molly Pittman on next week, who's going to be talking about a lot of the stuff that we talked about here in last week's episode, but her own angle on it, as well as my angle on it in episode 250. So make sure you check that out on next week's show of Perpetual Traffic. So till next week, see ya. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening.